This is Monster Study Group Extra Credit. I'm your host, Mark Mansky. Thanks for joining me. In episode two, we went back to 1971, imagined ourselves at the Toho Champion Festival, and took a look at the movie Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster, or Godzilla vs. Hedra, if you prefer. Well, I ran across an interview with the movie's director in G-Fan number 73 and thought it would be a good supplement to the Champion Festival episode. So let's get right to it. This is The Man Who Made Godzilla Fly, a conversation with Yoshimitsu Bano. GFest 12, held from July 8th to 10th, 2005, hosted the first North American appearance of a Showa-era Godzilla series director, Yoshimitsu Bano. Mr. Bano directed the controversial and environmentally aware Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster in 1971, and served as assistant director on the 1974 disaster film, The Last Days of Planet Earth. Oriental Cinema editor Damon Foster and G-Fan contributor Brett Hominick interviewed Mr. Bono at G-Fest about his work on both these memorable Toho films. Hominick asks the first question, how did you get started in the film business? Bono replies, in my high school days, I did some plays in theaters, and I established one team of drama performance, but it was very difficult to live in the theater world. I had a chance to be employed by the Toho Company, one of the biggest companies in Japan for motion pictures. I was very lucky that in my younger days, I could work as an assistant director of Akira Kurosawa on four movies, Throne of Blood, The Lower Depths, The Bad Sleep Well, and The Hidden Fortress. The Hidden Fortress was the first CinemaScope movie Kurosawa adopted. He showed a very tall guy and a small guy next to each other, and George Lucas said he imitated the image Akira Kurosawa made of the contrast of height. Anyway, after that, I established an underwater filming team. I do scuba diving. For four years, I visited many places, including Baja, California, to film gray whales, sea otters, and sharks. About 25 years ago, I played with a baby whale grabbing the tail. The mother whale got angry and flipped her tail at the camera. But Toho asked me to be the director of the planning section, and I changed my course to them. Foster asks, I was surprised to read that Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster had what was considered a low budget, because it supposedly had less prominent actors. I saw Toshio Shiba in... Shiruba Common Silver Mask. He was also in the pilot episode of the Mirror Man TV show, which the pilot never actually aired, so to me he was a big star. And to me he was the leading man in the film, and you killed him off. That kind of surprised me as a kid. I guess that just proves that environmental destruction can kill even the leading man in the film. So what was it like to work with Toshio Shiba? Bono's response. I worked under the big producer named Tomiyuki Tanaka, who made the first Godzilla movie in cooperation with Eiji Tsuburaya. 
1970, the people who went to the theaters in Japan decreased very much. So Mr. Tanaka said, if you make a movie, you have two points possible. One is you could get big money. The other is you can make what you like to make. He said the audience is decreasing, so there is no chance to do both things. At the time, they held an exposition in Osaka in 1970. This was a big event, the biggest event ever done, because 60 million people visited there. He produced the Mitsubishi Pavilion, and I assisted the pavilion's work. That was the last work of Eiji Tsuburaya. They made a storm scene and a volcanic eruption scene for it. I filmed the volcanic eruption scene in Hawaii. They got a big reputation. At the time, Tanaka said, You can think about making the new Godzilla movie. The budget was limited, but I thought there were two ways to keep the budget down. One was, don't use the very famous expensive staff. Usually the Godzilla series is filmed by the drama section and the special effects section, two teams. They have about 50 or 70 staff members, but I organized only one team of almost 40 members. Because Tsuburaya died, the director of special effects was Teruyoshi Nakano. But producer Tanaka said Tsuburaya is the only director of special effects. Nakano is only the technical assistant. So I directed the movie with one team, using the photographer of special effects side who also filmed the drama part too. In that time, Toshio Shiba had no reputation. He was very young. I forgot about him. About 20 years ago, I was the producer of a two hour TV program about an earthquake in Tokyo, and there was a convention introducing the program at the Imperial Hotel. Toshio Shiba came to me, and I forgot who he was. He became a bigger star at the time. Hominick asks. Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster was certainly the most different Godzilla film made up to that time. I wanted to ask you what your vision of Godzilla was going into this movie. Bono replies In the beginning, when the first Godzilla movie was planned, everyone said, Oh, no one could make such a film. Godzilla's name comes from Gorilla and also from Kujira, Japanese for whale. Only one person, Vice President Iwamori, was keen on it, and other directors didn't like the plan, but Tanaka and Tsuburaya made a model of it and studied it for almost one year. This movie was very meaningful for civilization in that the bikini nuclear tests were inferred as the birth of Godzilla. Godzilla was sleeping in the deep sea, and because of the atomic bomb, he came up. It had a very big message for civilization. After that, there were several good pictures Mothra, Rodan, and many science fiction films. At the time, Tanaka asked me to think about the theme of the new Godzilla movie, and because of the air pollution and things like that, I asked him if it was okay to make a pollution monster. He said okay, because the government also said environmental movies are very important. Foster says, for years I've wondered, I can't tell if I've spotted a blooper in the film or not. 
There's a scene where Hedera fires a splat of sludge at Godzilla, and Godzilla takes his right hand and covers his eye. I think he's protecting that eye, but in the very next shot of film, the other hand is up and the right eye is damaged. Is that an error in the film, or am I misinterpreting it? Bono says, The most important thing for Godzilla would be his eyes in this case, so he wanted to protect them, but he didn't make it with the one eye. I think you're thinking a little too much about it. He was trying to protect his other eye at the same time. I don't think it's a blooper. I forgot to say one thing. Toshio Shiba is killed by Hedera. I think it's a totally different style of the Godzilla series. I intentionally did it. A lot of people dying easily? That is, the fearsome element of the movie, pollution, is getting bigger and bigger. Hamanek says, The person who co-wrote the screenplay is Takashi Kimura, otherwise known as Keoru Mabuchi. He's one of the most interesting people who's ever worked on the Godzilla series. I wanted to know about your working relationship with Mr. Kimura writing the screenplay. Bano replies, At the beginning, Mr. Kimura was brought in by Mr. Tanaka. He had done a lot of script writing for a number of special effects films. For this script, what they brought to me was basically junk. It was no good at the beginning, so I rewrote the whole thing. I said to him, you're not really getting sincere about this. You're not working hard to make this thing work. Gradually, as we worked together and as I rewrote it for him, Mr. Kimura gradually got on board and started writing better things. Up to that point, he hadn't been very successful. So our working experience at the beginning wasn't very good, but it got better as Mr. Kimura got on board and decided that this was going to be something worthwhile. Mr. Kimura was very energetic. He was a communist for quite a while, so during school and everything else, they'd have the songs that they sing and they got very emotional. During those times, Mr. Tanaka would have him run errands He'd be more of a gopher than anything else because he was hard to deal with. When he turned 40 years old, he quit communism and they brought him to Tokyo and he was a lot easier to work with. That's when they started to give more work to him. Foster, here's another question that I gotta ask. When I saw the movie as a kid, uh, full of other kids in the theater, there's a scene where Hedera fires a beam and Godzilla attempts to deflect the beam or catch it, I'm not sure. Was Haruo Nakajima thinking of Ultraman? Because all the kids in the audience yelled, Ultraman, when Godzilla makes the Ultraman gesture. Was that something we read into it, or was it a deliberate in-joke? Bono laughs as he replies, You're on to this one. In fact, Mr. Nakajima and I were thinking the same thing on the set, and I told him, Please do it for me. We purposefully went for the Ultraman pose. Hominick, this interview wouldn't be complete if we didn't talk about some of the more psychedelic aspects of the movie. There are a lot of early 70s influences and a lot of strange imagery that I think set apart this movie from the rest and make it very interesting and very entertaining. I'd like to ask you where a lot of those ideas came from, if you were really into the hippie generation at the time, or if that was Mr. Kimura's idea, where did those ideas and that imagery come from? Bono says, 
Most of the ideas for this movie came from me. I would fight with Mr. Kimura an awful lot. He became very diligent in what he was doing, but more of the environment and other themes were more of my idea. The go-go club in the movie was actually based on a gay bar here in Chicago that we came to study. That's what we used as the model for the go-go club in the movie. But everything that has to do with the environment, a lot of the influences in the movie, were things that were happening at the time. Foster. In the laboratory scene where Akira Yamauchi has the aquarium in which the tadpole is swimming around, I can't tell if that's a real tadpole of an amphibian that I can't identify, or if that's a really well-done prop. Bono says, There was a very little fish that looks like a tadpole that we used at the beginning, but we added some special effects to it. It actually only cost to do the whole thing about $5,000, which is very cheap for special effects. It turned out better than we thought it would. As it grows bigger, as we're taking the shots, it naturally did better than what we expected. It's kind of half and half. We used a real fish at the beginning and we threw in a little special effects to put them together. If you like what you're hearing, I strongly encourage you to check out g-fan.com where you can pick up back issues of G-Fan, sign up for a one or two year subscription, and learn more about G-Fest, G-Tour, and lots more. That's g-fan.com. Now back to the article. Dominic is next. Another aspect of the film I wanted to touch on was the musical score. It was composed by a man named Riichiro Manabe, who did only one other Godzilla film, Godzilla vs. Megalon. While he's not very popular, I happen to enjoy his music quite a bit. I was always curious to know how his involvement in the film came about. Did you find this composer and request him to score the film? Bono replies, I tried to make a totally different movie, separated from the ordinary ones. Everyone loves Ifukube, and I know Ifukube. He worked for the Mitsubishi Pavilion in the Expo, too. But I did research on the composers in Japan, especially those who use Japanese instruments. I found one person, Katsutoshi Nagasawa, a very splendid composer. But he had no experience working in movies, so the manager of the music said it is very dangerous to try him. So I chose Riichiro Manabe. He's pretty good, but he's very self-minded and the theme song wasn't powerful, so I said to him, please make much more courage in power in making the music. Foster asks, what was Haruo Nakajima's reaction to rolling around in the stomach-churning mud bath scene? Bano says, You're not supposed to feel any emotion for the actors, because if you do, they won't do what you want them to do. I care about them, but we had little animals that were caught in the sludge, so I told them, You should take it because this is what we need for this movie. 
He did it whether he liked it or not. Mr. Nakajima didn't say whether he had fun or not when he got done with the scene. Hominick, I've read that you sought Ishiro Honda's advice during the making of the film for advice on a special effects sequence. I was wondering, what advice did Mr. Honda give, and did he give any indication what he thought of the film as it was being made? Bono says, during the making of the film, Mr. Tanaka got very sick, and so they asked Mr. Honda to come in and look at the almost complete project. He came in to think about doing retakes for things that he thought weren't done well, but the thing I thought was good about Mr. Tanaka as he was in his hospital bed, as he was talking to Mr. Honda, Honda would tell him what he thought we should retake, and Mr. Tanaka would say, no, we don't need any retakes. If there's something you need to add, then let's go for that. We only had 35 days to make the film and very little budget, and so we made a few extra scenes. But I asked Mr. Honda to tell Mr. Tanaka that we wanted to add something, but he didn't want to retake anything. So I actually asked him to tell Mr. Tanaka this is what we wanted. Foster, here's a question you've probably been asked more than once. How did you come up with the idea to have Godzilla fly? Bono responds, Basically, Godzilla tried to take Hedera out many, many times, and he wasn't able to do it. He couldn't kill him. So as Hedera would fly and get away, if he were to walk as Godzilla actually walks, there's no way he'd be able to keep up with him. So we made the scene where Godzilla flies to go grab Hedera. As Mr. Tanaka was in the hospital, we were worried that he might not like it that Godzilla was flying, so we made other scenes of Godzilla's running and catching Hedera. The person who was in charge in place of Mr. Tanaka at the time liked the idea of Godzilla's flying, so he gave me the okay and told Mr. Tanaka it looks really good, and we finished the movie without Mr. Tanaka's knowing about it. Foster responds, so I guess this missing footage of Godzilla's walking has never been salvaged and won't appear on any DVD extras? Bono says, you will not see it on any DVD. I don't think it's around anymore. No one's ever seen it except me and my staff. It ended up on the cutting room floor. Hominick, that question serves as a good segue for my next one. It's a famous story that Tomoyuki Tanaka, as you've already said, was in the hospital during the making of this movie, and that when he saw the movie, he got furious at Godzilla's character changes and did not let you direct another Godzilla movie. I wanted to know your reaction to Mr. Tanaka's reaction to the movie. I'd also like to know if anyone in Toho defended either you or the film to Mr. Tanaka. Bono replies, when Mr. Tanaka saw the completed movie, It wasn't that he got overly mad about it. He didn't blow up, but he said, Well, I guess there's no way we change that, huh? That was his reaction. So I got the feeling that Mr. Tanaka didn't like what was going on in the movie, but a lot of the staff members really liked the speed and a lot of the changes, so in a sense, they backed me up. I made all the preparations for the next Hedra movie, but it never came to be and Mr. Tanaka's reaction is probably part of the reason. Mr. Tanaka died a few years ago, and I found a book on movies which said that Mr. Tanaka was very upset over the movie, and that there was no way he'd ever let me make another movie. 
I read it a year after Mr. Tanaka died, so if Mr. Tanaka were alive, he probably wouldn't let me make this next movie. So the timing's good. Before Mr. Tanaka went into the hospital, while we were filming the go-go scenes, the dancers had fish heads in the scene, and Mr. Tanaka came to look at it, but he said nothing and went home. In the back of Mr. Tanaka's mind, he was probably thinking, if I let Mr. Bono make another movie, it'd probably be very dangerous what he decides to make. So I'm not going to let him make anything else. Hominick replies, you did touch on the proposed follow-up movie to take place in Africa. I was wondering if you could tell us anything about that movie, about what you planned for the sequel. And Bono responds, concerning the movie in Africa, it was more of an idea than anything else. I had very simply written out a few pages about doing a movie in Africa. But more than that, they had a big expo in Okinawa at the time, and I wrote an entire script of the monsters in Okinawa. It was very well done, but Mr. Tanaka said that it was going to take too much money to make, so it never came to be. More than Africa, the one in Okinawa was the big script I had written. The story I wrote was more along the lines of E.T. I wrote it many years ago, so I had the idea first. Someday I hope this movie becomes a reality. It's a similar story to E.T., but I had the idea first. Hominick continues, Teriyoshi Nakano was here last year, and he said that the critics in Japan when this movie was released were split 50-50. The critics either hated it or loved it. What did you think of the critical reaction in Japan at the time? Bono. I don't know if it was 50-50, but during that era, there were certain movies that if you put too much money into them, people would avoid them. At the time, a lot of people ignored Godzilla, especially this movie, because they thought there was too much money involved in some parts of it, and that Godzilla was just a freak of nature. When it came out, we ignored the bad reviews. There was one critic who came out and said, this is a great movie. It was from that one critic who said it was good that other people started looking at it that way and re-examined their opinions. So to my mind, it was that one critic's review who started the critical change in perception. Foster is next. For the scuba diving scenes, I noticed the facial close-ups of Akira Yamauchi have no bubbles, so I can tell he wasn't really underwater. Then I read, you yourself were his double in the scuba scene. I read elsewhere, you also directed underwater. What is the truth there? What is your background with scuba and underwater photography? Bono replies, there were only three scenes that were taken with Mr. Yamauchi. Everything else was me in those scenes. I am a scuba diver. The main reason I did that was because it's very hard to communicate underwater. So I would tell the cameraman what was going to happen, and I did the whole thing. One reason I cast Mr. Yamauchi is because he's similar to my size and build. I wanted an actor who was close to my size and height. It worked out well that way. I did most of the underwater scenes myself. Foster continues, Were the dead swan and the old diver's helmet shot in a tank? And Bono says, That scene was actually filmed in the ocean. We took that stuff out to the ocean, planted it, and shot the scene. It wasn't done in a tank. It was shot about 20 meters deep in the ocean. We actually put all the garbage there.
The next question is from Foster. For five years, Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster was probably the most powerful Japanese science fiction movie I ever saw. That was about until the age of 14 when I saw The Last Days of Planet Earth. What was it like working on this other environmentally aware film? Bono says, I was an assistant or coordinating director on this movie. Toshio Masuda directed the movie and Mr. Tanaka was the producer, but I co-wrote the script and the theme of the movie is that Nostradamus's prophecies come true in 1999 when the earth is destroyed. It also concerned the pollution problem. The last scene of the movie shows children wounded very much and it shocked many people, so it's not on DVD yet. The director of Evangelion, an anime movie, said to me when I met with him that the script of The Last Days of Planet Earth was very well done. It has the same theme of the pollution. Hominick says, as I understand it, you directed the scenes that were filmed in New Guinea. Do you have any interesting stories about the filming of the movie in New Guinea? Bono responds, I did do all the scenes in New Guinea. We had six people who went together, assistants and other people, and we used a person from New Guinea as one of the drivers in the movie as well. One thing fun about that was that he'd bragged to all his friends in New Guinea that he was in the movie, so it became like a family, and the family kept growing while we were there because he would tell his friends who'd get interested and more and more people would come. So it was a little family-oriented there at the end and a lot of fun. Hominick says, Tomoyuki Tanaka also produced this movie and I wanted to know his reaction to the last days of planet Earth. Bono says, Mr. Tanaka asked me to get on board and help out with this movie. Mr. Tanaka did about 250 different movies and after the Hedera experience, he didn't want me to make another Hedera movie but there were a lot of documentaries and other things I was included in. There were no bad feelings between us in that sense, so he asked me to help out with this movie. Especially with many of the expos they had in Japan, I did a lot of work on those and was asked to help out, so I did a lot of documentaries. After reading in the book that Mr. Tanaka would never let me make another movie, I'm kind of thankful that it was like that because I got to do a number of things. It wasn't just kaiju. I got to do expos, documentaries, and other projects. So I'm kind of happy about that because I had a lot of good experiences. Hominick says, this is a movie that's essentially banned in Japan. As I understand it, that came about because some protest groups, just after the movie was released, rallied against it because they didn't agree with the portrayal of nuclear war survivors as mutants. So Toho put a self-imposed ban on it and will not have anything to do with it anymore. What do you think about this self-imposed ban on the movie by Toho? Bono replies, I think they should stop closing their eyes and see what's in reality. I'm disappointed that there was a ban put on it, but it's not something you should close your eyes to. Toho shouldn't close their eyes to it. They should show it. It's reality. Hominick then says, at this point, we'll open it up to the audience. And a question comes in, what did you think of Godzilla Final Wars? Bono replies, before they started making the movie, I had lunch with Ryuhei Kitamura. 
At the time, he told me Hedera was his favorite monster, so you'd think Hedera would be in it a lot more. I thought there was too much Gigan in the movie, and it would have been better with more Hedera. But there were so many monsters coming at once that there was no message. The director is more famous for action films, and that's why there's a lot of action in the people scenes. I wish there was more of Hedra in the film. Thanks so much for joining me today for Monster Study Group Extra Credit. I'd welcome your feedback on Twitter or Instagram or by writing to monsterstudygroup at outlook.com. GFAN is published by Daikaiju Enterprises Limited and written consent was obtained to present today's article. Until next time, keep studying monsters.